I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. As you've read in your bulletin, tonight is our tenebrae service. We are called to remember Jesus' last supper with his disciples the night before he was betrayed, and we will commemorate that supper and celebrate it as well as a community of faith. But we also are to remember the darkness that followed, and through our service of darkness, we are reminded of the darkness and the power that it has in our world. There is no Easter unless there is first suffering and cross. There is no resurrection unless there is death. Tonight is the reminder of darkness and its power. Sunday will be our celebration that darkness does not have the last word. Let us worship the Lord. Let us intercede on behalf of the world as we confess our sins and remember God's grace. Eternal God, whose covenant with us is never broken, we confess that we fail to fulfill your will. Though you have bound yourself to us, we are reluctant to bind ourselves to you. In Jesus Christ, you serve us freely but we refuse your love 
and withhold ourselves from others. We do not love you fully or love one another as you command. In your mercy, forgive and cleanse us. Lead us once again to your table and unite us to Christ, who is the bread of life and the vine through which we grow in grace. Open your hearts and hear these words. In Christ, God has reconciled the world to himself. God loves you even when you hate yourself. God forgives you even when you condemn yourself. So speak and trust and share the good news of Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen. Having been reconciled to God, we are invited to this table of reconciliation where the kingdom of God comes together in unity, where God's plan and promise for all of creation will be gathered. Friends, this is the table of reconciliation, and you are invited to come and receive this gift of bread and drink Please do so by taking a piece of bread from the plate and dipping it in the chalice as you pass, or if you prefer gluten-free bread, that is on the plate in the center of our table. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks. God of grace, how great and wonderful you are. How beautiful is the world you created. All that lives and all that is sings to the praise of your glory.
Blessed are you, O God, we praise you, the one and three, for you have met us along the way, through Christ, with a radical holiness and boundless mercy that invites new beginnings. Grant us the Spirit of Christ as we come to his table, that we might be brothers and sisters of all persons and instruments of peace as we live in the confidence of the threefold mystery of faith. As you welcome us now, may we welcome the stranger and the outcast. As you feed us now, may we be eager to share our gifts in the joy of a wider and beloved community, the body of Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Sitting with his disciples and wanting to leave with them something they could remember him by, he took a loaf of bread and broke it. And after giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, this is my body, broken for you. When you eat of this, do so in remembrance of me. And then at the end of the meal, he took the cup, and after giving thanks, he poured it out, filled it up, said this cup is the new covenant, the new relationship sealed in my blood for the forgiveness of sins. This is a sacramental meal that proclaims the reconciling power of God. And these are God's gifts to us and to the world.
Let us pray together. God of grace, your Son, Jesus Christ, left us this holy meal of bread and wine in which we share his body and blood. May we who have celebrated this sign of your great love show in our lives the fruits of this reconciliation through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. When it was evening, he came with the twelve. And when they had taken their places and were eating, Jesus said, 
Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be distressed and to say to him one after the other, Surely not I. He said to them, It is one of the twelve, one who is dipping bread into the bowl with me. For the Son of Man goes as it is written of him. But woe to that one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one not to have been born. While they were eating, he took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, and all of them drank from it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many. Truly I tell you, I will never again drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. When they sang a hymn, Jesus and his disciples went to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, 
you will all desert me. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, even though all become deserters, I will not. Jesus said to Peter, truly I tell you this day, this very night before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. But Peter said vehemently, even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all of the other disciples said the same.
They went to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter and James and John and began to be distressed and agitated. And he said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and keep awake. Going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. He came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Keep awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to say to him. He came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Enough! The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand.
Immediately, while Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived, and with him there was a crowd of swords and clubs from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. And now this betrayer had given them a sign saying, the one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. So when he came, he went up to him at once and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. And they laid hands on him and arrested him. But one of those who stood near drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus said to them, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. All of them deserted him and fled. A certain young man was following him, wearing nothing but a linen cloth. They caught hold of him, but he left the linen cloth and ran off naked. In Jerusalem that day, the crowds, the crowds away. But the crowds pressed in to see the man condemned to die on Calvary. was bleeding from a beating there were stripes upon his back and he wore a crown of thorns upon his head and he bore with every step the scorn of those who cried out for his head down the Via Dolorosa called the way of suffering. Like a lamb came the Messiah, Christ the King. And he chose to take that road out of his love for you and me. Down the Via Dolorosa all the way to Calvary. The blood that would cleanse 
the souls of all men made its way to the heart of Jerusalem. Down the Via Dolorosa, called the way of suffering, like a lamb came the Messiah, Christ the King. But he chose to walk that road now, for his love for you and me. Down the Via Dolorosa, all the way to Calvary. After his arrest, they took Jesus to the high priest. And all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes were assembled. Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest. And he was sitting with the guards, warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony did not agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, we heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands. But even on this point, their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, have you no answer? What is it that they testify against you? But Jesus was silent and did not answer. Again, the high priest asked him, are you the Messiah, the son of the blessed one? Jesus said, I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. 
Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, what do we still need? Why do we still need witnesses? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? All of them condemned him as deserving death. Some began to spit on Jesus, to blindfold him and to strike him, saying, prophesy. The guards also took him over and beat him. While Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she stared at him and said, you were also with Jesus, the man from Nazareth. But he denied it, saying, I do not know or understand what you're talking about. And he went out into the forecourt. Then the cock crowed. And the servant girl, on seeing him, began again to say to the bystanders, This is one of them. But again Peter denied it. Then after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them for your accent tells us that you are a Galilean. But he began to curse, and he swore an oath. I do not know this man you are talking about. At that moment, the cock crowed for the second time. And then Peter remembered that Jesus had said to him, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And Peter broke down and wept.
As soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council. They bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, You say so. Then the chief priests accused him of many things. Pilate asked him again, Have you no answer? See how many charges they bring against you. But Jesus made no further reply, so that Pilate was amazed. Now at the festival, he used to release a prisoner for them, anyone for whom they asked. Now a man called Barabbas was in prison with the rebels who had committed murder during the insurrection. So the crowd came and began to ask Pilate to do for them according to his custom. Then he answered them, do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he realized that it was out of jealousy that the chief priests had handed him over. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas for them instead. Pilate spoke to them again. Then what do you wish me to do with the man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, crucify him. Pilate asked them again, why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, crucify him. So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released Barabbas for them, and after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified.
Then the soldiers led him into the courtyard of the palace, that is, the governor's headquarters, and they called together the whole cohort. And they clothed him in a purple cloak. And after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on him. And they began saluting him, Hail, King of the Jews. They struck his head with a reed, spat upon him, and knelt down in homage to him. After mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Then they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And then they crucified him and divided his clothes among them, casting lots to decide what each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two bandits, one on his right, one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads and saying, Ah, you, you who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests, along with the scribes, were also mocking him among themselves and saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now so that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also taunted him. When it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lima sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, listen, he's calling for Elijah. And someone ran, filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come and take him down. Then Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, truly this man was God's son.
and they laid him in the tomb. Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Oh, 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 sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Were you there when they laid him in the The Word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the light that came into the world. And the darkness tried to put out the light. But the light of God in Jesus Christ overcame it. This is the light of the world. It illumines our hearts. It feeds our souls. May this light be for us, our path, our illumination, our strength, our courage. May it be for us, our joy, even in the midst of darkness. In the name of the one who taught us to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Follow the light into the world. In Christ's name, amen. <laughs>